0: Hey everybody! Thanks again for listening to the God Guns and Family podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, today's episode, we're talking about marriage. We have the lovely Amanda Bates joining us today. Um, just giving uh, you know what our thoughts on on our on a you know a successful marriage and what we've learned over the years. Um, what I've learned in my sixteen years of marriage. And um, yeah, hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Yes. <laughs> yes yes it is it is in progress so thank you everyone for listening again to this yes. podcast today we have a special guest as always Ooh, my beautiful well wife. she's not always on the show but she is special not in she's the bad called. way thanks. in the
1: good always way special guys and
0: always special in the great way <clears throat>
1: thanks guys
0: in, the gra- in a great way or the great way
2: the greatest way
1: touche. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'll oh, see.
2: Ooh. Yeah, so this is like a sonic very, cherry limeade. Yeah,
1: Ooh.
2: I mean, you okay. can't be, you can't be the cherry limeade.
0: Light fizz, not fizzy. I prefer my sodas light
2: fizz. Yeah. yeah, that's not too shabbers. I'm a light fizzer.
0: <clears throat> so, yeah, but
2: she got so weird. Uh, she's like, what are you guys recording about? I'm like, oh, wait I mean, it could be two, one of two things. Like, I think we're going to do marriage. She's like, well, uh, okay, I want to come on. I'm like, okay, sweet. Let's go, dude.
1: Let's yeah. do this. Well, I feel like you guys can't really talk about marriage only on one half of the spectrum.
0: Yes, we can. I mean,
1: I mean you could, but
0: but then everyone, all the women would be like, "That's so wrong. Everything is wrong what they're saying."
2: Exactly. Because like me, um, I was almost gonna make some dumb jokes about some stuff, but yeah, we have to have a women, a woman's <laughs> point of view. She's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah,
0: what dumb stuff? Let's talk
2: yeah. about what it." Yeah,
1: stuff. Are we talking about? <laughs> let's talk about
0: that yeah she's like looking at me like i don't know what you're about to
1: say what but... did the question
0: what did the question say do you remember i don't even know oh to... it was literally just marriage where's advice where's my phone i can call marriage you marriage advice oh it's right here.
1: marriage advice it's
0: literally wow. right there good
1: job even snakey okay you.
2: don't even say good job she lost her i've been <laughs> home since 2 30 she's lost her phone four different times i don't know where my phone is i've had to call her two times oops and one of the which like rang directly by behind her butt cheeks.
1: It's fine. <laughs> That's okay. It's it's
2: fine. Fine. That's okay. Whatever.
1: It's I lose my phone. Now. <laughs> yeah, you
2: can, and keys and other things, but it's okay.
1: Things, it's fine. Whatever it's fine. it
0: is, so. I don't um,
1: humans, so. I
0: don't What's know, doing? like, what kind of marriage advice we would Anything.
2: have. So. Um... Anything. Because how long have you and Aaron been married? <laughs>
1: better get it right Uh, because
0: Aaron uh, might listen 16 years it'll be 17 years in May okay
1: wow
0: yeah and that's um, awesome yeah so uh, we had a conversation the other night because it was like kind of a you know something like something was kind of off you know Mm -hmm. so I had brought it up and um, which I didn't know that I can't remember exactly how the conversation went I'm not going to talk about it all because some of it is not specifically appropriate but one of the things that she brought up was about she said how different I've been acting since we started going back to church and the reason why is because I well you know and I said well if you listen to the dang podcast you would know why (laughs) so which probably wasn't the best thing to say um, but I explained it to her again and um, I basically told her, like, I stopped, like, well, for the most part, I still follow some fitness chicks, but for that aspect, not to like, check them out, you know, mm-hmm. um, right. which I had, um, I didn't necessarily think it was bad before. And it, and then I realized, like, I'm, I'm, I'm following these people for the wrong reason. So mm-hmm. I stopped. Yeah. And she didn't realize that the reason why I was getting so like, I don't know, I don't necessarily want to say clingy. I don't know. She didn't say anything specific, but she just noticed that I had been acting differently. And I said, mm-hmm. yeah, because I stopped even trying to think about other women at all yeah. and focus on you 100%. Yeah. And I said, and I even told her, I was like, even when I see a girl at the gym and whatever like i make it a point to try not to look obviously it's like dang near impossible to not but yeah you know whatever and um but i'd try to make it a point to not look like if i see a girl and i'd be like oh oh, okay and then i'll make it a point to not look again um and she didn't know that so um i think that kind of made her think about just in general um because she wasn't understanding And, um, because I, you know, I haven't been like, I've been flirtatious previously, you know, like not a good thing. And so, and she, she knew about it and, um, and it didn't, it didn't make her feel good. And so like, I, I was, I explained to her how, like, you know, I'd been going through our marriage in a position like that. I was like, she was just. Part of my focus, or the majority of yeah. it, instead mm-hmm. of all of it,
3: mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> and I think that that was an important thing to tell her because she didn't know, um, that I stopped doing that at all altogether. Yeah, that's good. And, um, yeah. So, um, because, uh, yeah, and I-, I don't know, but she's like, I don't understand why you were, you know, changed your behavior. And I was like, well, it was like bad or what? And she's like, no, not bad. Just not used to it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, new well, is yeah.
2: always going to uh, gonna elicit. I mean, it's almost like I used to tell people all the time coming off drugs and alcohol. Like, okay, you just went through a residential treatment facility um, for 30, 60, 90 days, six months, whatever it was. And you get home and then you get pissed off because they're not like bro you just you're so good now i trust you you're amazing i'm just gonna turn the keys to my house and my car back over to you i'm like i'm like bro how long were you addicted to whatever like for me i had been addicted 10 years it took me 10 years to dig the hole that i was in and then i got pissed off because my mom didn't trust me after 29 days right It's like, Aaron's like right now, like, hmm, this is new. Is this real or this is lasting? She's testing, like she's, she's seeing and observing differences in behavior with the intent of, is this a passing fad or is this real change?
1: I don't know if you can
2: speak to anything different from Mm -hmm. the female side.
1: Yeah. I think that that is definitely even because it is Um, females are going to pick up on all sorts of different All the things, bad, indifferent, whatever. We pick up on all the things in that, Um, and I think it's good that you guys are having those conversations, though, because I think it's good for her to hear you articulate even the change inwardly, outwardly.
2: Yep. Because like we kind of default as husbands, like because our wives are in, you know, they're intuitive, like they're they have intuition, they're wise, they understand, they feel things that we don't pick up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like we kind of at least i do like default like oh she already knows so like i just the assumption of her knowing what's going on internally dialogue or whatever i mean obviously she's the first one to um i mean i just just even this like last three days she's like "Are, are you okay babe i'm like oh i'm fine i'm fine i like, oh, yeah, she, no, no. Like, w- what's going on with you? I'm like, oh, you know, it's, I just, you know, what, like, Did you like, a liar. yeah, basically. But it was like, oh, like, kids like, are oh, difficult, Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, hey, it's a fire. And so she, like, let that ride for a couple minutes. And then she goes, so are you really going to just tell me what's going on? And, and I guess even up to that point, I really hadn't, like, articulated, been able to even wrap around what I was feeling and why I was feeling it up to that point. And I kind of just sat back and realized, like, I'm coming into the, the set of firsts without my dad, like the first Thanksgiving, like these are like the times, like I could bank on him calling, you know, Thanksgiving morning. Let's talk about football, even though I am not a football fan and he'll tell me the weather in Tennessee. And then he'll call me again. It was like the first of like the, the stuff without my dad. And I I hadn't even like put those two together, but as soon as I said that, it was like just burst into tears. like, and like, I didn't even like I, I just assumed that she knew, so, like kind of back to this, like we just assumed our wives understand and know the internal dialogue. They feel it. they just don't know it. So for you to yeah, take the time to articulate, um that's that's a big deal. and even like like have you guys having the open forum to have those conversations is a big deal that's like signifying the health of a marriage is being able to have the conversation about hey this is what's frustrating or this is what's off or hey i'm sensing something here and being able to have an, a dialogue that's healthy marriage well, I've, I've seen so many is
1: like the biggest things yes. that um breaks a marriage and makes a marriage yeah what is communication?
2: again
3: oh, communication
1: yeah. is like the mm-hmm. biggest thing that'll either make your marriage or break it and a lot of people that end up in divorce, really, it it comes down to a lack of communication or not being yeah, able to communicate. People just
0: give up. Like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: you know, a lot of the times it's, it's um people give up super fast, you know, like mm-hmm. not even fast. It's just like, they just give up mm-hmm. instead of like, and it's, you know, sometimes it could be something significant, right? Yeah. But what happens is, is that, relationships they get to a point where and this is just from what i've seen when it starts to get difficult and well and i mean we mentioned it before it's like the reason why that the stuff happens and why people call it quits so quickly is because their marriages aren't based in the church like yeah you know they're not they're not like focusing on what the bible says about marriage you know mm-hmm. um Oh my gosh, dude! Get down, po. Off. Oh. <laughs> and um, and I and that's the ma- that's the majority of reasons why it happens. You know, um, yeah. there are obviously instances where it's like, you know, people are unfaithful, and even then, it's like the reason why that happens a lot of times is because of communication. Because, I mean, I you know, I know it's a subject. Um, I'm not like super you know, uh, into that whole side of it. Cause I just, I don't know, but from what I've experienced, it's one people, it's not based in Christ and two, the communication is not there. So if there's an issue, it just kind of festers and it festers until, you know, someone strays away and,
1: well, and it's then because that's they're unhappy. You have, like yeah doors are open and that's when you start having conversations that um shouldn't be having conversations with opposite sexes and Mm -hmm. it's like
2: the little deviations over the course of time like that that's what equals big major issues is not doing and not having the little conversations along the way and like even like what you're saying like you know, these people that just give up because they like not having the conversations is the easiest route. Okay. Um, looking yeah. like it, not having the difficult conversations are, um, 100% the easiest way to go. And, um, can I have the earpiece? Cause now I can't hear. Um, the easiest route to go is not having the communication but then you look down years down the road and it's like how do i how do we even get here where did we start what are we doing where are we going and then it's like so overwhelming they just throw their hands up and walk away Mm -hmm. and it's the little things throughout the the time that should have just been having the difficult conversations as they come that that's like the routine maintenance right like like it gets way easier to stay fit than it is to have to get fit all over again. You know, it's like having those the routine maintenance conversations with your, with your, with your spouse is, is how you maintain um, a healthy marriage and the, the longevity of a marriage because in it's like choosing your hard. Okay. Choosing your difficult is having conversations that could potentially hurt your spouse difficult yes yeah is divorce difficult yes choose your freaking heart it's i just watched a reel today and it was talking about um marriage and it's in the, in the context of this guy was nervous to get married before he was in his you know he's like well what if i you know he goes Every woman's going to cringe listening to this, listening to this. But this is what I told my, you know, girlfriend at the time. Well, what if, you know, after we get married, I find like a better, a better option.
1: Yeah.
2: And she, and he like, well, I was expecting like a punch to the face or whatever, but she just goes, you will, there will be there will a, you may think so.
1: There will always mm-hmm. be options. Yeah. There will
2: always be an option. So he was just, there will, she's like, there will be options. But what you need to ask yourself is, are you going to wake up and choose me every single day?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Are you going to wake up when it's when we're great and choose me? Are you going to wake up and choose me when it's bad? Are you going to wake up and choose me when there's grief? Are you going to wake up and choose me when it gets difficult? And it's like, that's the question you need to ask yourself. Like, are, are you willing to wake up and choose to love your spouse? And that's the same thing that we have to do day one of marriage and day whatever the math is on 16 almost 17 years times 365.25 like whatever like choose your heart and you choose and you choose who you honor and love every single day and you know we're talking about infidelity you don't just wake up and just decide you know what i'm gonna have sex with anything that walks today that's not my wife you don't you just don't do that It's a thousand
0: I had so the way the way that I used to be, Mm -hmm. um, I would see women and like that image it would always be like, hmm Mm -hmm. and then go right down the gutter, like every single time, you know? And it was like bad and I thought and I was I was like, that can't be normal. And I, I think I had asked John about it, too. And I was like, dude, is this a normal, like, thing? And he's like, I don't know. And um, so <clears throat> I wanted to. So I had the conversation with Aaron before, just before I left. And then when I was, and then so, like, and then we kind of fell, went to sleep. And um, <clears throat> I basically told her, I was like. She said, thank you for loving me, even when it's difficult. And I said, love is a choice. Mm-hmm. And I will only choose you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So that I think people don't understand that love is a choice. Like, it's not just something that happens. Like, you have to choose yeah. to do that on a regular basis. And yeah. it's not easy. And it's not like um, just going to happen. But you have to, like, actively pursue it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You can't just be like, oh, okay, uh-huh. And then this is why, like, a lot of couples, um, I think, don't last very long. Like, my mom is a big pain in the butt. And <laughs> and me and my brother talk about this a lot because, and my parents listen to this sometimes, so I'm sorry, mom, but it's the truth. And dad <laughs> knows. So um it is what it is and i don't know if you experienced any of it when you were there but they uh
2: she wasn't gripey but
0: there was a lot of
2: yes mama yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah so she can get to the point where she's like kind of i don't know like she'll get into a mood and then my dad will be like hey what do you want to do and then she's like i don't know about it and she like freaks out and he's like okay like whatever <laughs> and then i'll text my brother and I'll be like dude mom's crazy She's literally (laughs) lost her mind. And then like she snaps like on something crazy, dude. I'm like something little. And I'm like, dude. I was like, Dad is a saint. Yeah.
3: Dude, he handles her so well though.
0: I'd be like, listen, crazy lady. You better take a walk. But they've been married like what, forty-two years now? Yeah, Yeah, 42 years.
1: That's awesome.
0: And um, so you know, and then I that's what I'm just like, dude, dad is man, he's a good man. Like, cause that (laughs) <laughs> i don't know like and then i ha- I have experiences like that too with some of my friends who are married and their wives say talk to them and i'm like i look at aaron and i'm like if you ever talk to me like that
3: yeah
0: and you're not joking we are going to have a serious conversation because yeah some of the that stuff that not- i see is so disrespectful and especially if you do it in front of other people like man like yes dude like blatant disrespect and it it, like it makes me feel bad because like some people I know they just don't they don't know what to do you know Mm -hmm. and and I think that can lead to a lot of it as well like you need to set a set of so and it goes both ways and this is why it always from my opinion is based like in in church right like it's yeah. If you look at the Bible, if you read the Bible and see the different things that it says about marriage, um, and I, I there's one in the, there's a thing in Ephesians, mm-hmm. and I don't know where it is. Dang it! Because I sent it to Aaron and I was like, dude, oops, where it says husbands love your wives and that's Colossians, love your wives and never treat them harshly. For husbands, this means love your wives just yeah. as, well, or know that church, as uh, Christ loved the church, uh, he gave up his life for her. But there's other ones, you know, like the women submit to your husbands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that's not mm-hmm. like, I always joke about that one because like, you know what the Bible says, do it, <laughs> do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> do it. But what it means in my, the way that I interpret it is like, okay, submit to your husband. So like, get rid of your pride like submit to each other have a conversation stop being prideful you listen to him he listens to you like this stuff is ridiculous like there's no reason for people to like go on and argue about something stupid like whatever like my mom she'll like freak out about pasta or something italian
1: Something Italian, <laughs> I love that. But I also think too, when we talk about submitting, I think that men sh- like be worth submitting to. Do what you're supposed to be doing, so it makes it makes it easy to submit to. Yep,
2: because marriage is not, and was never designed biblically to be men lording over their wives, Mm-mm. like like a king it is two people equal parts different functions okay yeah it's two equal parts that form two different functions together make one unit okay um, but they're not equal yeah
0: it, it
3: like so, so man's yeah, job so is to to leave half
0: man. and half Half and half, yeah. mm-hmm. but the women can't do things that men can do, and no. the women and the men can't it's do nice. things that. So that just, and it's that whole yes. thing. I think is what's messing up a lot of marriages too. It's like you, the, yeah. like yes, women can do things. Women are strong. Uh, you know, whatever. to Toot your feminist horn if you want to do that. It's fine. Do do your thing. But there's there's certain behaviors that fathers have. And husbands have in a yes. relationship that are required in order for children to grow up correctly and that. for their behavior to be adequate Yep. and for the relationships to be yep strong and yep. you know and that's and women were never called
2: to lead the home yeah and as men We have given up the responsibility of leading the home collectively long enough for women to step into that role and then cause something psychologically and neurologically in the women because our lack uh, or our passivity in leading that has caused Mm -hmm. women to have to step up into a leadership role and do things they were never designed or intended to do and have become proficient at it because the men have allowed that to happen now they're scared to turn that permission back over to the husband when the husband's finally got his head out of his rear end and decides Mm. to step into the game but now they have now it's this growing and and uh deconstruction construction period where the women have to give up control back to them to the husband. And that's a scary thing to do when men collectively have failed long enough that is a pro and it is that is propelled women to have to step into our roles. So men, it's our job to step up and lead our home. And guess what? I am financially like I am not as suited as my wife financially. So like if I were to be like, hey, so what do we have coming out of it? I forget stuff all the freaking time, period. That is a character defect. I have been working at it. I have gotten better at it. Any of that stuff, I am not gifted in. And I have to try extremely hard to get like a C gets degrees, okay? Not okay in that.
0: Would it be it's okay like, with you if, uh, well, I don't know your financial situation is none of my business, but- if you don't already Amanda would it be an issue for Nate if you were the breadwinner of the household Oh definitely not. if i was Yeah
1: the breadwinner Oh no there was a time There was a time
0: where
2: she really was because i
0: was so, But named... it wouldn't be a problem No right
2: Yeah No so, so yeah. and like and but she is good in that but we come together and have conversations okay she's gifted and knows what's coming out and what's happening here and what's doing this and what the but we don't make a financial decision not in unity right so that goes with men leading if you know keeping track of the schedules of the home is a is a is a a character deficit partner with your wife or your spouse to make a whole unit in those things so
1: but i also want to kind of piggyback on that i don't think it's i think men not stepping up and being the lead is part of the problem but i also think our society is a lot of the problem too oh yeah
3: you know this whole like
1: women empowerment where like you know we can do all things that you can has really messed up women and is even messing up this generation of young women coming up um so if you are a believer it is biblical that man leads the house
3: Mm -hmm. Period. period yeah
1: like There is is an order as to which our households are supposed to flow out of. And when you are in order of that, God, spouse, children, children last. I know that that's probably not the most favorite thing.
0: Yeah, that's for sure something that should be discussed as well. (laughs)
1: We should talk about that in the next part because that definitely 100%. Mm -hmm. But there is a hierarchy in that. And women should get out of the way and allow men to do what what God has intended them to do, period. You know, I have seen way too many women opening their mouths and trying to control the whole house as a whole. And then they're sitting around wondering why things are out of whack. Yep why is my relationship not where it should be well i don't know if you would be quiet for two seconds and allow your husband to be the leader that he's yes be quiet allow your husband to be the leader (laughs) he is called to be and that the leader that god has called him to be then um then we you know you'd see things changing in your home
0: yeah you know you
1: do not have all the answers women period you are oh. not always right and you do not have all the answers you heard it so
0: here. the one thing the one thing that I uh that I also think is kind of funny is we're talking about specifically how there's the roles in the household and that's and that's fine like that's not a bad thing that's Mm-mm. it's it's not bad and then when we have gay couples, one of them is always the manly one and then the other uh-huh. one is the feminine one. So if this is the case, what does that tell you? Like, well, yeah, well, we want to, we don't, I don't like, I don't like women or I don't like men, but my girlfriend or boyfriend is the manly one. And it's like, dude, like, what are you, what are you doing? Like you're literally creating this make-believe environment Mm -hmm. in your relationship with the same sex that you're trying to mimic the natural relationship that's supposed to be there so like there's obviously something going on like whether there's distrust or whatever um mental block or emotional block that's happening that needs to be addressed and like if you're if you're if you're happy with that that's fine you know obviously that's like not something that we hate on but it's like you have to understand like open your eyes and see exactly what's happening because you're making up this make-believe scenario because of X, Y, and Z things have happened to you in the past. And right. because of that, now you're like, oh, I'm going to be with only women now or whatever. Well, and I
1: think a lot of that comes from the enemy does, he offers a counterfeit to everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a counterfeit to what the marriage life, relationship life is counterfeit to what God designed it to be. That's just another example of the enemy creating counterfeit in that.
0: Yeah, which is obnoxious.
1: Yeah, I just said that the other day we were watching a show and I was just like hmm. I said that exact thing that you were talking about and I was oh, really? like, yeah, that's inter- yeah so I was like, I just don't understand this like, don't I-, I don't understand that but I then I really was started thinking about it and it really is the enemy's counterfeit to what God's designed relationship and marriage to be
2: I mean, why do you think it's it's such an attack on the nuclear family right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Father mother, child father, son, the Holy Spirit that like god designed the family unit to mimic very closely the triune nature of the father son and holy spirit god almighty holy spirit and yeshua king right like the three that function together it's one unit three individuals three individuals function, for, forming one one unit which is the same design as the triune nature of of god mm-hmm. right that's why we have been undermined and sold counterfeit. And can't, and I mean, I, I would even go to say that a a white Christian male is probably one of the most hated groups of people sure. on the 100%. planet currently. Yes, absolutely. Like, because the world and the culture is trying to undermine, first of all, Christianity. Second of all, the male's role in the family, because if men aren't freaking leading, it is dysfunctional. It is not in the correct function, which is the family's not in the correct function. The marriages are not in the correct function. The father and the mother are not in the correct function. It's dysfunctional. So the attack, uh, first and foremost, is against the uh, against Christ, against God. And then second of all is, is men in general, um, because if men are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, the world will never see heaven come on earth as it is in heaven men need to step up and lead first of all their family because everything we want to pray for revival all the time why don't you say lord set me revive me in such a way that i set my family on fire for for you jesus that i'm the spark this match that walks around just igniting dry tinder with the the grace and the mercy and the power and the might of almighty god and the, the mercy of Jesus, and it's boom, this fire, is, it spreads like wildfire, Lord, let me be so revived, so near to you that I set my wife on fire, and our relationship for you causes a fire to burn within our children, and then that fire that's within us is contagious, because then we go to our family, and extended family, our in-laws, our people, and our people at work, and the kids, the kids, friends at school, like this, it's contagious, this 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 revival this fire of christ that's what we should be praying for bro is lord help me be the leader in my home in such a way that i lead as an example that i'm just i'm just a big finger pointing back to jesus because that's what she was talking about initially if men if you're being if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're praying and you're being led by the spirit and you're being gracious and kind and merciful but bold you're 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 an example of who Jesus is in such a way that even the most willing, headstrong woman will submit to. Right. Because you're exemplifying the creator. Mm-hmm. You're exemplifying the, the 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 head of it all, which is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Men, be an example worth submitting to. Mm-hmm. Boom.
0: Yeah. And um, I think we should definitely talk about, so afterwards, after the break, we're going to talk about the kids part of it. So don't forget, and Amanda. Kids. I just won't don't forget this. nothings i won't
1: she's
0: an elephant and i want we should talk about the when Nate just talking about the men like the biggest thing i think is the demasculating demasculating is that it yeah
2: I mean, the demasculation yeah of yes is that yes. a word yes is that a word we just if it is we are, just, you sure? if it are,
3: we are you just, sure we sure
2: we just we made it up. A... If it's not, we're going to copyright it now.
0: Demasculation. I'm pretty sure that's a word.
2: She's checking. She's googling. Yep.
0: Okay. Look at so you, we should right? talk about that you're, too. You're smart. I'm fairly about those intelligent, I think. Let's maybe. talk about what? Oh, yeah. so you Did forgot you see? already. The...
1: No. Demasculation kids. I got it.
0: Alright. Oh. Good head. one.
1: In, your heads, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: in this meantime uh follow us share the podcast god guns Hi. and family podcast on instagram god guns and family at gmail.com email us we want to hear you get to know you any more freaking responses you want any more like episode content let us know we'd be glad to talk about it like yeah. it follow it share it
1: be specific.
2: Yeah. Be your specificity is uh highly recommended.
1: Yeah.
0: But yes, that's as, it. Uh be specific. It, we appreciate it if you do talk about something <laughs> that is more like instead of like just colors in general, we're gonna talk about something like blue or red. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's like this there's really so powerful. many colours, you know what I mean? <laughs>
3: Dude, right. dude we could probably do like break.
2: three episodes on this thing honestly on colors, on marriage on oh yeah colors, yes <laughs> not too all right take a break <laughs> all right
0: take a break Jeez. recording you back in progress
2: recording in progress um uh wife, beautiful wifey. What were we talking about? We're I'm talking just quitting. Oh
1: let's talk about kids. What kind? The order of kids.
2: What kind of children? You can't
1: order kids. Well
2: dude. I mean, kinda you can.
1: The adoption for,
2: I mean, wow, you took that the black market route. Wow, wow. straight straight down. You take a <laughs> I know, straight from zero to a hundred.
1: Households are supposed to run. Children are not more important than your spouse.
2: Oh, hey! So can you say that one more time for the
0: uh, one in the back?
1: Children are not more important than your spouse.
0: Yeah, I think I had should not a, take place a big yep. deal with that because so it, it's an adjustment for sure. Like once you once you first have kids, you're like, whoa yeah you know what i mean and i that's like a, a, d- you definitely a, feel it
2: yeah yep i mean dude because like the first bit like you got to keep him alive like there's a, another level yeah. of care yeah, required, you should do that but it's it. Oh, t- also frowned <laughs> <upon>. <laughs> or what? Oh, it's frowned upon or yeah a little bit know. like just a little bit um side note but uh-huh. That should be a temporary season. Like once the kid gets a little more sufficient, like your spouse should remain your spouse in the divine order, husband, wife, yes. children, with the with Jesus at the top. And that's I think you, I order. think
0: that's definitely something people don't know because we've that was my focus for a long time, was my son. Like I was like, my son is my jam, and mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people just don't. They don't they don't they don't think that. No. I would agree with that. Oh, well, you had a
2: face though. You had something else to say. No, have any You have a face. Face.
1: That For I sure. do. I see it right there. She like. Uh, when we talk about like the order of that and not allowing the kids to be like the whole main focus. Um, I mean, just recently I was listening to a story of a lady that she ended up throwing her whole main focus. Once they had kids, her whole focus were the the kids, Mm -hmm. which then left room for husband to um, eventually end up having an affair because there is, there's, once again, you're creating chasms between you guys Mm -hmm. and, you know, more issues are, I mean, I even have a couple that we know too where, you know, the kid has been their main, her main focus And it's caused rift and it's caused discord within the family Mm -hmm. and husband feels like, well, you choose his side all the time where it's like, that's just not how the divine order is. Um, you know, we are supposed, our kids are not supposed to be the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're supposed to, you know, we're supposed to, um, raise them up well in that. It's not saying like lack of raising them or, or lack of paying attention to them. We're not it's talking that- about a
2: DCS case. We're it's talking awesome. about like having kids in their proper space. Like yeah. the other day, our oldest was he was talking mad trash, like, <laughs> yeah, right. That's my mom. <laughs> right, mom, I come first. So she goes, no. He's like, what? It what do you mean? She's like, Pa, like, pa comes first. He was flabbergasted. He yeah. did not know how to respond because on the other side of the world, he's number one everything. Mm-hmm. He like he takes a poop on the floor and they they use the golden
3: <laughs> broom to
2: pick it up. Kind of insanity. Yeah. Yes. It's just the chosen child, and like he did not know how to wrap his little ten year old brain around the fact that he was not the pinnacle of all of all things on on our side over here. So. It really is having your children n- in the order, like having them understand that the way God calls us to do is have Jesus first, dad, mom, or whatever variant, like for us is you know bonus mom, bonus dad in the the dynamic, you know with our with our family. but having even in that knowing as a blended family, it still becomes husband and wife. And then the kids, it doesn't, it's not like, because, you know, mom, mom had like in our case, right. So Amanda has two from a previous marriage. I have one from a previous marriage. They all know that it goes me, Amanda, then that's how the order goes. But a lot of times people think they're coming into a blended family that like their initial family dynamic trumps the current family dynamic. And that's just not even how it's supposed to be. Right.
1: Well, I think blended families are a little bit more unique in that too. And I think that um, we see the mess up of order a lot as well in blended families where we come in with kids and it's like, well, I don't want you to yell at my kids like that, or I don't want you to punish my kids like that. And I think those are the type of conversations that need to be happening before you guys even get into being married is how are you going to parent blended families? Because it is a very unique dynamic. And if you don't have those conversations before, then you're already at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then that in itself I,
0: can lead to another divorce. More yeah.
1: issues and more stuff. And it's just like, you know, if you're really going to get into that blended family, family dynamic, it really is important that you're having the conversations and um, that it isn't just because you're. it's already a lot of work. It's already, you have a lot of things against you already, Um, once you divorce one time, there's a lot of stuff and a lot of statistics against you, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. if you decide to get remarried, in that, um, so I do think that it's having those conversations first and articulating that to the kids, yeah. In that, yeah, because I mean, even in our normal family, in that is articulating that to the kids. The why it's not just, oh, mom's more important than you, it's Mm -hmm. this is how God has. Call this yes. to be, and one day when you get married, this it's going how, to be the same. Yes. Yeah. Like teaching them not just a, like this is it is what it is. Take my word for it. Like teaching them the why and that.
2: Yep. Yep. And so, then we also wanted to touch on. I the, concur. The, the de- de-masculization.
0: demasculization. Yes, demasculization. Is it masculization?
1: I don't know. What did you say Is before?
0: there a Z? Demasculation. 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 Yeah, that's Demasculation. It. no Z. No Z.
1: Demasculation.
0: That's better. That's mo better. Let's look it up.
1: Bro. I just killed some better more Chinese
0: remember. food while we were on break, so I'm <laughs> yeah, extra I'm full.
2: Bro, you the, when you send me the spread of of the easy. filipino food i was like bro how are you even living right now bro like, how, oh yeah have was... you not pooped your pants and gone into a coma dude i love that food so much he showed me
1: i know you showed it to me
2: yeah the food yeah the food, the
0: food. <laughs> <laughs> it was the food that that was would be awesome. was... <laughs> not the poop we did not take pictures <laughs> not, of the poop not the <laughs> um no and then yeah so then i think a lot of the times now especially these days there's a specific i'm not specific there's a significant amount of demasculation of men yeah and it's like all over the place too and you know like dudes can't um be chivalrous anymore because I don't know I don't know how prevalent it is but it's on social media a lot so I assume it's yeah more often than it should be it's
2: definitely a common current of thought than it's ever been before
0: yeah so it's like okay well I'm just gonna like do I still behave this way and it's I mean for me it doesn't really matter and for you it doesn't really matter yeah, But like for younger guys who are single or trying to find a wife or something like that, mm-hmm. they're in a position where it's like, what do I do? Like, am I a gentleman or am I not? Like, do I treat them like people or do I treat them or do I, you know, am I a jerk? Because if I go to hold the door open for some lady and she's like, I can open my own door. And I'm like, okay, and I'm not opening it for you. I'm opening it for me or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Because. Like, or, or, and then like go in first, you know, like do something like that, like open the door for her. And then if she does something, like I can open my own door and then you're like, cool. And then walk in and then close the door behind you. Open your own door then, because this is ridiculous. yeah, like
1: Well, and I think on that note, I think a lot of that comes from women not being treated by gentlemen ever. There hasn't been examples of that. We yeah. grew up, and especially in our generation, we grew up without fathers in the home. So, like that idea of dude opening up a door for me was not a thing.
3: Mm. Yeah. So
1: my standard wasn't that. And when my mom remarried to my stepdad, he is so good to her. I mean, like he's a saint. Yeah,
2: he's <laughs> the equivalent of your dad
1: for sure. But oh. <laughs> I'm watching him like totally love my mom well Um, in the example that he, you know, has placed of opening doors and doing those things and being a gentleman, um, I was like, man, I want that. Where's that? Because that wasn't what I was experiencing in that. And I think a lot of that comes from, you know, the even younger generations of people. Now it's this they just don't know because there was a whole generation of us that didn't have dads that displayed that or didn't have men in our lives that displayed how to love mom well.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Coupled with the culture saying that women can do everything. right? It's these two that piggyback off of each other, right? Like not having an example of what being loved well looked like and then the, that full as, as full swung the opposite direction to saying, I'm a strong, independent woman. Like feminism back in the day used to be a fight that you could get behind, like yes giving like, like that was a fight you could get behind. Now it's like feminism is like, I mean, it's almost like if you're a feminist, you just hate everything with a penis outright. Like you just hate men. And it's like, and it's obviously a blanket statement. There's still in the there's whatever, but I'm making hate a point. There's
0: probably a strong part of that, but you're not inaccurate yeah. on what you're saying. They probably so, don't hate everyone with a penis, but it's more like, Yep. Oh, it's more like oh, I can do dude. things.
1: I can do things. Like, um, I don't need you. Like you. you. Yeah. I need you. I, I, I'm independent. independent. Yeah, where it, I can take yeah. care of myself. The things I have, I have because I can, you know, I work the jobs, do the things and yep. that.
2: It used to drive her crazy because she's like, well, what do you mean? Uh, you have a problem with me going to the grocery store at 1130 at night? I'm like, yes. yeah. She's like, why? I said, because I got an issue with it. Like you're outside by yourself. Well, I'm capable of being outside. I said, that never once came out of my mouth. I know you're 100% capable, but I love you enough not to allow that to happen she did not know how to place that or she's like we're not that you're not allowing
0: it to happen but you're like you got to be more along the lines of you have to understand that nothing good happens after midnight yeah and that's my job is to keep you safe they preach that and like in the army like that was in our safety brief like hey dude nothing good happens after midnight so you know and first of all and this is like goes goes back into like the conversations I have about jujitsu, right? So when we have women that come in, or if I'm talking to a woman about doing jujitsu, I do think that there should be women's classes, like women only classes. But I also think that it definitely is a necessity for women to train with men. Yes. Yes, 100%. Because, because your aggressor is not going to be female. There's no, yeah, no woman. I mean, it's possible, but probable not. That a woman is going to be the one who is going to try to kidnap you, mug you, rape you, whatever. Yep. Likely not going to be the case. It's like likely not going to be a woman. It's possible that it's a woman, but it's likely not going to be a woman. So, if you go to jujitsu to only train with women, then you're only training to compete. Like. Right. You're only training to, to protect, to like be decent in the tournament, and even then training with men is going to even be better because you're training with people who are stronger, who are bigger, yeah. who are faster, maybe not faster all the time, but like yeah, you know, we have um like three girls, one of them is Russian and she's like kind of crazy. And she's like super aggressive and um which is not necessarily a bad thing, but the the girls can't really like do anything with her because she's they're just not that aggressive. I mean, they're not, yeah. you know so when when we have people come in or if i'm trying to convince women to train i'm like look dude you have to understand think about this this way if you're yep. going to go to jujitsu and you start training are you going to do it for protection or are you going to do it so you can compete in tournaments yep and Once usually it's going to be like prefer protection or whatever and it's like so then you should definitely train with guys yep because you need to know if i'm using half of my strength and half of my body weight you have to know how to get out of it yep and not only counteract it with a with a submission or you know an attack but get out of it and run away yeah you know what i mean like because if i'm fully going after a female even like i mean even like some probably a lot of black belt females if I'm going after them hundred percent and I'm like, there's probably a hard, there's probably probably not much of a chance that they're going to stand to get out of it. You yeah. know? So, but I've also, I've also got a lot of training, you know what I mean? Right. So if they think about that, so and that's, that's the case. It's not like dudes are trying to control you women out there. It's like, they're showing their love for you. They yeah. love you so much that they would rather get up at 1130 after they've been sitting on the couch watching tv this is true. in mm-hmm. pajamas put, the, sh- put yep. the put the jeans on or put the shorts on put the pistol on put the hoodie yep. on go to the store yep right because it's yep. not because they don't trust you it's not because he doesn't think that you can handle it he's doing it because he loves you yep, yep. amanda
1: oh i know i'm already i've already submitted yeah. to that <laughs>
0: we're, good. we're good now
1: we good now that was very early on yeah. but um side note Women, if you've never trained Jets, I suggest that you do on some level, at least know how to defend yourself in those times. You know, my very loving husband over here, um, has properly prepared me for all sorts of scenarios. Um, but I remember I was rolling with, um, with one dude
2: sidebar. We, we roll at the the house. So when we're here, I, but
0: you guys still train with each other. Yes. Mm -hmm so i was train trio. train or train
2: train oh both, <laughs> both? um <laughs> both. <laughs> what a <co-winky> dick but <laughs> um i would like she earned every submission like every position she got she earned like i did not give her anything as a matter of fact i was extreme i was not using full body weight obviously i'm much heavier yes. than yes, you did. not full body weight when you when and he gets she, mad
0: probably
1: Yeah,
0: when I'm
1: like, I do that too. Yeah, exactly.
2: Now I did not pull full body weight. Then she's like, "Well, why are you always putting full body weight?" So I said, "Okay, you want to feel just, (laughs) just a moment of of." So she was all complaining, and then I just dropped a shoulder into her side, and like, (gasps) (sighs) yeah, she squeaked a little, and then I was like, "That's body weight. You want me to keep going with it?" She's like, "Okay, whatever." Sidebar. So I would we'd roll it home. So this prepared her for this particular
1: particular event where i was rolling with another dude he had never rolled with me before and we were we went in it was like one of those king of the hill Hill Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. or whatever i went in you know spit at him everything and he was like i did not see that one coming because he was a bigger dude and i'm like Mm -hmm. yeah my husband my husband rolls with me so Mm -hmm. like but he that's just it like if you're a female you need to know how to protect yourself on some level yeah period
0: yeah and And under duress and pressure I post this all the time, like, and you probably see it. I always say, like, if you're yes. a woman and you don't know how to fight or care and or and not and or and carry yeah. a gun in no and know how to use it very well, like mm-hmm. that's it, you're it's wrong because heaven forbid someone like me get to the point where he wants to do harm on women, man, yep. you guys are screwed because one
1: hundred percent and. Women, if you have, like, if you're questioning the whole like carrying stuff, message us because I would love yeah. to chat with you about yeah. that. Because yeah. I had a really, I was reserved on that quite a bit, but really got educated in it. And even like, I'm so like, I just wanted to be. Cute. How am I supposed to wear my cute outfits and carry all at the same time? I have yeah. some really great resources for that. So yeah. there's companies out cute. there that are
0: specifically yes. for that. Yeah, they're yes. specifically so women can be all cutesy and all this other nonsense, but yep. while they're be still they're carrying, and yep. still carry on body, like not necessarily yep. yes. carrying in the purse oh, because that's not you something I, I have.
2: That needs okay, to be purse. something Jesus delivers you from because having it on your in your purse, you might as well just carry around a, a dumbbell in your purse. Put ten pounds in there. It's to be yep. a little more lethal than a than a pistol. You swinging around a freaking purse with a dumbbell
0: in it. And so, and here's another thing, just as far as like that whole, that whole conversation goes. Um, I consider myself an expert uh, in carrying and shooting and all this stuff. Um, so one of the things that people will more, more often than not like consider is like, what is most comfortable to shoot? That should definitely be something. However, And I say this, like, it's there. Okay. So just kind of listen for a second. (laughs) So for women, especially like tiny women, you're not going to be, it's not going to be comfortable to carry a a compact gun. You may have to carry like a micro compact or something like that. And it's not going to be fun to shoot. Like, let's say for example, like, Uh, Smith and Wesson bodyguard 380 or something like that. Like that's a very tiny concealable pistol, super small. It's not fun to shoot guys don't even like shooting it. However, if you're in the situation where you need to use that, you're going to be this far away from the person and I holding my hands up and about like the size of my face so about six inches you're going to be like in very close proximity and you're not going to want to aim and you're not going to be able to aim and that's not that gun is not made for aiming it's made for pulling and shooting at a point blank range and so that is one thing that i think people should be considerate of um it's for your bodily protection and for your children's protection yep now the dudes the dads and like this i'm not saying like that's a that's a only requirement for women but i'm saying like don't get into the mindset where like you absolutely have to be carrying a Glock 19. If you want to and it's comfortable for you to carry, then then definitely do it. Yeah. But if it's not comfortable to carry that, carry something smaller. Practice shooting with a bigger gun so you know how to use a gun. Yep. The concept is the same. You're not going to shoot someone 10 feet away with a 380. Yeah. It's just not logical. But Definitely get out and feel comfortable shooting, and then carry something that's super tiny. Like just because yeah. you're carrying something tiny doesn't mean you have to go to the range and shoot it all the time, because they suck. Like they suck it. They yeah. suck shooting. Uh, yeah. So.
2: Three eighty. I, I had an LCP, and I got uh, I got rid of that mad, bad boy because it was not very
0: fun to shoot. Yeah. So.
1: But yeah, I do think that all of those things are super important. But as we were talking about. Going back to what was that? Demasculation? demasculation. Yeah, that thing. I one thought I did have in that is women need to do, even wives need to do a better job of making sure you're not doing that to your husbands.
3: Yeah. Intentionally or
1: unintentionally. Because actually in Proverbs um 31, it talks about uh, like that's like one of the verses, one of like the chunks of scriptures that talk about um being a wife or whatnot. But in Proverbs thirty one eleven, it says her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. So, are it number one? Can your husband trust you? Meaning, trust you with every aspect. Yes. Emotionally, yes. all of those things. Can he? Can he feel can safe he enough with you? Exactly. Can he be, can he can he be he vulnerable? Vulnerable. Uh,
0: vulnerable. That's Sorry. what I'm looking for. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you enriching or draining life out of him? are you speaking life into him or are you draining it out of him? And I think so many times intentionally, especially women, we are really um, can be really sharp with our mouths and really emotional because we're very emotional beings, you know,
0: I well, should be allowed to vote.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're, about to, you're about to start off.
1: Yep. I say that
0: to my mother-in-law thing. all the time. She does not like it
1: i'm sure she does not <laughs> i can imagine why um but yeah like being careful that you're not doing that to your husbands yep. you know the world's already doing that enough
3: yeah we don't need
1: to be doing that in the home yep. and that does not speak respect men's love language respect in that yeah you guys want to feel respected yep.
2: and then when that. we're respected we offer love which is there to be loved
1: i no, want to be I loved do- and you know I thought you guys like we're all like
0: kind of like language. at this tone. And then when I said that you were both like
1: uh, uh, uh. and know each other's love language. Yes,
0: big deal. What's like, Aaron's love language?
1: What's the, cool put you on the love for your spouse? It
0: it's not affection.
1: Not physical touch. No. No. Quality That's time. Mine. Is she quality time? Like you can be in the same space and hang out with her, and that's good. Does that she
2: really appreciate gifts you give?
1: How about acts of service? Like, like
0: she likes flowers. Okay, but I don't like buying flowers. They buy the die. dang
1: flowers.
0: I do, but they just die.
1: It's fine. Buy the dang flowers. Period.
0: I mean, and don't buy them saying. just on.
1: Don't buy them when you're just in trouble. Don't buy them when I'm it's just trouble, a holiday. i never in trouble, actually. And don't buy them when it's just a holiday, when it's her birthday or whatever. Buy them on a Tuesday.
2: Because she likes bring tacos.
1: bring tacos. Taco too, sandflowers.
2: She does like tacos. Yeah, tacos are the best.
1: But know each other's currency yep. as to what speaks love.
2: Yep. And even as we were speaking about vulnerability, like, you know, the clip in 300 like
3: mm, yeah
2: when the dude gets ready to boot the guy off and, and he him. looks he over looks to over the and wife he, and the wife and the wife gives him like the nod right some people jock that whole scene they because they misinterpret it they jock that whole scene like oh look who wears the pants in the relationship yada yada, yada. no what was really happening was he was looking over Leonidas looked over at his wife got the nod of if I do this will you still? Look at me like your king. And would you be able to live with me knowing that I just did this for you?
0: I heard this on another man. I heard it on a podcast or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was specifically talking about the relationship to
2: it's pretty amazing because in that moment, what because what started this whole thing is I had we had seen another podcast that was talking about it, but what it all came down to was the the only time Leonidas showed any emotion in the movie 300 was because it was to his his wife to the to the mm-hmm. his queen right. It's because she had cultivated the environment in which a king in which a which was a very proficient man of war had the ability to be vulnerable to show tears and to show the most intimate part of a man. That's the relationship that we should be cultivating. Women to men and men to women, which goes back to taking the dang time to have the conversations that might be difficult at first, but breed the environment in which vulnerability and true vulnerability can can just come out of as a byproduct
1: and that means
2: investment. Where are you investing your time?
1: And even for women, watching the reactions that we give when he's being vulnerable you know, there might be something that he says or something that he wants to share that isn't going to be easy to digest. It's going to sting. But watch the reactions in it. Because if you overreact and you're like, well, and you like go awry and everything's crazy, well, that only puts up walls. So the next Mm -hmm. time he already knows it's cultivating, well, the world's going to break if I share this or if, especially like with struggles and stuff in that, Mm -hmm. it's like if, there's something that you're struggling with, like watch how you react in that. because I think that your reaction as wife is going to dictate how open and vulnerable he's going to be.
0: Oh yeah. It'll dictate how much they share in the future. So a lot of times what so we're talking, so this kind of goes around in the full circle. So we talk about how communication is a very important thing. Well, Mm -hmm. if your husband communicates something to you, and you respond in a way that's like not good or it's interpreted as not good or like that you're annoyed or whatever, Mm -hmm. then he's going to not be communicative later on. So it's cyclical. It's not like, you know, I'm not trying to place blame, but that's kind of what we're talking about. This whole thing is like, if you're treating your husband like dirt, right. And he's just trying to Be a caring husband to you and share what his thoughts and feelings are and you're like dude be a man then he's Mm. gonna be like okay yeah and then that wall is gonna be there because we're taught
2: from from childhood as men men don't cry suck it up move on keep keep trucking men don't cry why are you crying suck it up let's roll so you know nut up let's go like keep moving and then we get into a place where the design is to be vulnerable with your wife, but yeah. the world has told you to lock everything up. But like, okay, well maybe I have the courage to be vulnerable one time, and it's met with the same sort of stigma from your wife, like nut up, suck up. Why are you being so emotional? Why are you being so weird? Whatever, you you know, it, get over it. Then
0: immediately, well, that it's cut. Yeah. That that cord is cut. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think the emotional thing does have barriers or boundaries for that matter. So when we're talking about kids specifically, um, they need to know that if they get hurt physically, yes. it is not necessary to cry. The feelings, the feelings, the crying can come from sadness or happiness or being vulnerable type of thing. Mm-hmm. If the if the uh, emotions come out when there's pain then it 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 kind of triggers the mind to be more conditioned for everything that may be painful and then when something serious happens then the tears are not met with right the necessary care that they're supposed to be mm-hmm. addressed with so as a as a boy dad and a dad or my dad had two boys that's always been the case it's like Hey, dude, like, what are you crying for? Oh, I I scratched my knee. Okay, well, crying is only good for when there's something in your eye. You know, like, if you have dirt in your eye, like, that's what gets it out, right? The tears. And obviously, if something happens, right? So, like, if there's a tragedy or you're super happy Mm -hmm. or you're super sad, like, those are things where it's okay to show your feelings because that that's what they're for that's what it does yep. because like crying actually i don't remember the te- the chemistry that it does but it does release something in your body to where like you're able to get over sadness faster yeah so when your body when you when you cry and i may be making this up i think i saw it somewhere on tv somewhere but <laughs> it sounds good sounds okay. good but it basically it's a what I, what I remember is that it basically makes your body recover from the sadness or the mm-hmm. whatever faster because it releases a, a chemical. And I'm gonna look it up real quick. He's <laughs> gonna go back You're gonna go back check. <laughs> yeah, it.
1: I love that. I don't want to be Wait. spreading
0: false information.
1: I do. I do think that it's just, we need to be really intentional on allowing each other to be vulnerable and really intentional on uh, making sure we're cultivating that space. Mm
2: -hmm. Because the exact word there is cultivate.
1: For those that are getting remarried, we just had this discussion not too long ago. There's going to be trauma triggers that has happened in past relationship that transcends circumstance transcends person sometimes you know for example like nate had an experience where he shared something whole world falls apart in his a lot previous of, marriage, yeah like of times. a lot of times and he just we're not going to share anything well then when him when we got together got married um it is very much like he has to understand that we he can share hard things with me and i'm not going to run away it's yeah. not the world's going to break that's just not um yeah So being careful that even the trauma triggers from past relationships isn't going to be transcending your relationship now. Health benefits.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's health benefits to crying. It restores emotional balance. Helps self-soothe. It dulls pain. Crying for a long Mm -hmm. period of time releases oxytocin. Um, Which is
1: why you have to sit and feel your emotions sometimes.
0: It improves your mood. Um, I'm helps you recover from grief. mhm,
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> um, that's why. And then, like for babies too, helps babies sleep, helps babies breathe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, crying's good.
1: Go. Crying's good.
0: Yeah, guys. dude. Dang. What's your man See? cry, bro? Yeah. Bro, yeah,
1: okay,
0: Nate. That makes okay, fun of me Nate. all the time man for crying. Cry. He's See? a
1: big crybaby.
0: You're just watching Hallmark movies all day? No. Oh no. No 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 no. We
1: don't
0: do that. I'm.
2: I'd cool. rather take a nine millimeter round to my big toe. Yeah, than no. watch a Hallmark mm-hmm. movie. Not
1: about that. Like, drop Not it. about that life.
2: Dude, or discharge it at that point. I don't even care. <laughs> get, get me to the hospital away from Hallmark movies.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. All right. We got okay, less than a minute. Oh, let's do
2: it. You got to pray it out, baby girl. Nope. That's
1: on you. No nope, nope. Thank you for so Let us have. Let us marinate on the things that we talked about and help all the marriages out there that to thrive and that you would use them for great purpose. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you guys. Thank everyone for listening. It's a lot of yes, thank y'all for listening. Yes. See y'all next week. Bye guys. Bye. We'll be back next week.